All right, check, check, check. Oh, we're doing it. We're back at it. This is it. Uh, it's not a habit. It's a podcast. It's about cannabis and coffee. I'm your host, Rob Cantrell. We're going to have some cannabis. We're going to have some ice coffee, some cold brew, if you say. Uh, that's what people call it. Uh, hey, everybody. It's me. Rob Cantrell, uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of my favorite podcast, which is the uh, Cannabis Coffee Hour, where I uh, talk about cannabis and coffee, my life, uh, things that are happening in comedy and music, just stuff I enjoy. But I am going to have some guests. I got some really big news that I can't break out just yet, but... Uh, we're lining everything up. I'm finding another space where I can interview another person. I've done a lot of these type of projects before, and a lot of it is just, if you're doing something ongoing, it's the space. And right now, uh, I'm doing this podcast, you know, just in my bedroom. Uh, and, uh, you know, on my lav mic, a sure lav mic. But this next one, I got another studio with a professional engineer. And that's where I want to bring in interesting cats to uh, smoke some weed and have some cannabis. I'm not going to make them. I, they can do whatever I want. I'm going to be smoking weed and having some cannabis. They can have some CBD or they could have a uh, latte. But uh, what was I thinking? A chai latte. Some people don't like. Sometimes coffee fries people's nerves, you know. I totally get that. It does fry my nerves if I drink too much of it. Uh, but I do love it, and it does fucking keep everything kind of going for me. But there might be a day I might have to slow down, and I've been slowing down a little bit. Um, I have been messing with teas a little bit more, and definitely trying to concentrate on having some good water intake here and there. Oh, that was a nice slurp of water, some, uh, kind of flat. <laughs> I think that was half water, half seltzer, which is a good mix. The bubbles weren't overpowering, there's, but it's still bubbling. Um, I have a nice new clean bowl here, and I have to give a shout out. Uh, this episode is sponsored. I got, I got uh, free gifted from a great company. It's called Poke Bowl, and it's from uh, a company that makes ashtrays that have like a stem, a metal stem, check them out, uh, that you just poke your bowl after you finish smoking it. Uh, that's what you do. Um, and, it's, uh, and they gave me also a nice clean glass bowl. I have some banana strain uh, cannabis here that I finally ground it up. Um, this is a new, brand new bowl. And then the coffee I'm drinking uh, shout out to Polka Bowl. Good stuff, man. Uh, the coffee I'm drinking is... Uh, I made my own iced coffee. It's iced coffee time. And this is... I'm going to hip you to what's going to save you $100 a week. The thing about iced coffee and cold brew, they rate... Okay, your regular cup of iced coffee, if you went into a joint, it's going to be $250, $225, $275. And iced coffee... A lot of places just take old coffee and put ice in it. And that doesn't taste that good. It'll get the trick done, but that won't taste good. You got to do... Now, a cold brew is... is What you're doing is what I do every night. And this saved me so much money because I used to pound, go to the coffee shop and buy like... Because once you start sipping on iced coffee, you can't stop sipping on it. But I used to, you know, just fucking drink all those fucking iced coffees and you end up spending like, you know, $10 a day. But what you do is you get your French press. I got a French press. A good French press is a plastic French press. The glass ones are really good, but they do break from time to time. But you get your French press. You just take a regular spoon, right? Do 10 scoops. That's what I've counted this all out. I've, I've been doing this for years. Uh, living in New York and figuring out uh, ways to get by and still drinking coffee and smoking weed. Um, but you do 10 scoops of coffee into the French press and then you run water into it. Don't, not hot water, just regular water, just regular tap. But you do it the night before, before you go to bed. 
and you run coffee in it and you call it steeping the coffee and you take the spoon and you swirl it around kind of get it frothed up a little bit and then you just put the french press without pressing the thing down without putting the screen press over it you put the coffee right in to the refrigerator then overnight uh it cools the coffee down and that's it actually brews the coffee through coldness and you can do this there's other ways of doing this with fish too i've heard but instead of you know instead of cooking something by you're you're doing the exact same it's a chemical reaction you're doing the same exact thing if you're cooking something you're applying heat this is the same thing as cooking the grounds of coffee but you're doing it with coldness you do it but it has to be six hours and the longer the hours actually the better the coffee so what i like to do is kind of not get a rough cut but kind of kind of get i've been i got that i got a grinder i like getting the whole beans today is may 25th i got these bag of columbia beans from my uh from my grocery mart um but i i looked at when they were it was roasted and it was like three days ago like it was so freshly roasted it was like in the bag was like a pound and it was like seven bucks and it was just like the generic but i knew it was good i know the i know the hustle it was it was the columbia beans there was no fucking graphic designer shit on it and it was roasted just like a week ago so that's you can't get any fresher than that so i grabbed that and uh and then i have the grinder the coffee bean grinder. I have an electric one. You can get them for like $9. But at first I was kind of weirded out by it. But I got the hang of it. Um, then grind that up. And then you put the, you put the 10 scoops into uh, your French press. And then you put the water over it. You froth it up a little bit. And then you put it in the refrigerator. And in the morning that's when you do the press down. So it literally cooked it with 9 hours of coldness. And then you literally have just like night. I mean, this is fucking nitro. This is real deal iced coffee that tastes better. This is this is a five dollar cup of coffee from any whack ass coffee shop. Not whack ass, but you know what I mean when you go in there and you're like, "What? You gonna really charge me seven eighty nine for this cup of coffee?" Oh, that shit's good. It's iced coffee time now. I'm rocking some shorts. We're getting hot up in here, man. I'm digging it. Um, it's getting hot up in here. Take your shoes off. So now I'm going to hit this bowl. This night. Thank you, Poke Bowl. I love your ashtray. Thank you for the gift. Uh, this is a cannabis company, man. This is, uh, you know, the cannabis industry is growing so much. And I do think it could save America. Not. I don't think it's the answer to all the problems. But at least it's an industry in itself. And with CBD, you know, there's a lot of controversy with CBD, like if it works or whether it does. You know, to me, it's kind of like a vitamin supplement. I think they work. Some people are anti-vitamin. Yo, my mom took vitamins all through the 70s and 80s, and she lasted 10 times longer than all her friends. She's the last chick standing. Uh, and... You know, she was on brown bread and brown eggs. That's how I got raised. I wanted all the Fruity Loops and all that shit. I didn't get any of it. Um, so I do think CBD is good for anxiety. For me, it when I've gotten good CBD, it's helped. Um, I do think I got anxiety. And I do think that's why I've always smoked pot. Is like It, cu it just cuts it down. But sometimes it causes it. <laughs> You know, everything's kind of a balance, you know. Same thing with politics, same thing with religion. You want your energy right in the middle. I spike out here and then, but the thing, cool thing about getting older is you start to learn to kind of siphon it through, and the more you are yourself, the better, you know, you go with the flow and figure out. All life is is problem solving. So you get shit thrown at you, got to make some money, you got to do some shit, you know. Not all life. Life should be enjoyed. Wow. It tasted awesome. I love this strain. I got the same strain as before. Banana. This is great strain. 
and it's a happy strain and it's a creative strain and uh wow and this is just a tidy bowl i just took the fresh hit right off the top so i tasted the flour so good um nothing better than a good clean bowl hit you know not all resined out. <laughs> uh, some of my other, you know, I got my, my one hitter, I put some damage on it, man. I might have to just, you know, after a while, I think you got to just throw all your paraphernalia out because it just gets really kind of grimy and grudgy. Um, but I do like glass. I mean, the thing is, glass is so good to smoke out of. Wood, I've had some really good wood bowls before. I had this Jack Herrera. I got it from High Times. Uh, when I used to, I mean, I used to hang out at the High Times office in New York for hours every day uh, for like three or four years. Uh, and I had a blast. It was the one place that you felt safe. I felt safe in New York. And it was kind of near com some of my comedy spots. So what I would do is write, 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 write. And then I would go and hang and, uh, with a couple of my friends that I've met through doing st uh, High Times stand-up shows. Uh, which they used to have. Um, so I met a couple of the writers, and a lot of them were like my age and loved comedy, and you know, the reference points were there. They liked the same type of music. So I would always stop by their office, and they always said, Stop by, Rob, come through. So I would always come through and hang out and uh, do bong hits with them. And there was always somebody interesting up there. One time I smoked out from the dudes. Who was, oh man, I've smoked out. Well, I smoked out with uh, the biggest one for me was when. I smoked a joint with Grandmaster Kaz from the Cold Crush Brothers, and Reggie Watts was ended up just walking in the room. Now, Reggie Watts is a huge star these days. I remember Reggie when he was just doing little clubs. Like, he came into the comedy scene. We were kind of in the same comedy scene. And then this crazy dude from outer space with a fucking looping beatbox came in and would just destroy the room. And he's naturally a funny cat, and he understands improv. Like, I don't think he's, like, the stand-up master of the world. I think he's uh, one of the better musicians out there. Like, he really can sing and play just about anything. And then, uh, but he's very experimental and very high-end. But he's also very silly. And he's just, like, if you ever hung out with some music cats or just, like, some super creative cats, uh, they... They're kind of like you kind of have to, they're kind of in their own headspace. But uh, the thing that was impressive about um, him, he was uh, really well organized and just knew how to just, you know, present his uh, music and comedy. And, you know, not much, you know, that was it. It was just Reggie Watts, boom. Um, shout out to him. Shout out to Grandmaster Kaz. Shout out to High Times. Shout out to. Pokeball, shout out to Columbia, who, that's the beans. There's no coffee, this is just straight up no graphic designer coffee. <laughs> and damn, is it good. But I like, I like good coffee too. I, I, I have one in my refrigerator, the Chameleon Cold Brew. I do like that, the Mexican one. I like the Mexican one because it has kind of a flavor. It has that same flavor as Grady's, that other coffee. New Orleans got some good guys coffee, man. That Grady's coffee. I did a I did an episode talking about Grady's coffee, but that's some good ass iced coffee. I'm gonna as soon as it gets hot, I'm gonna get some more Grady's. I'm gonna drink some iced coffee. Um, but yeah, I've never been to New Orleans. I need to go to New Orleans. It's kind of a stoner town. I mean, it's kind of where all rock and roll and music and jazz comes from New Orleans. In America, that's where the jump off was for a lot of jazz, funk, uh, early rock and roll, early rhythm and blues all kind of came from New Orleans and then worked its way up to Chicago and New York. Um... But yeah, everybody says it's such a magical city. I'm just not a big drinker, and it's a big drinking town. But I do know people like to smoke weed, too, because there's so many musicians in town. Um, so many artistic people, I guess, in town. Uh, because there's also a lot of hard drugs, and you know, just th that whole thing. But 
it's still funky and fresh and some of the best music in the world and some of the best food. And that's some shit I like. I like both those things. And I like weirdos. And I like freaks, man. I gotta get to New Orleans. But um, I've been playing some funky gigs. Um, I'm actually, I, I, I got to play at Union Hall, which is a, a club here in Brooklyn. And I got to play with Alex Bornstein, who is from the show The, um, the Marvelous Miss, Miss Mavel, um, Maisel, uh, which is a show on Amazon about the 1950s stand-up comedy scene. But she had a, she had a band, um, two guys that played the ukulele, and they were from Spain. And they were these like super talented musician, musicians, I don't know, they could have been actors or some shit, but they were cool as hell, but uh, they, uh, they were like high-end ukulele play players, and um, one of them had a ukulele bass, it was the funkiest shit, and it was, they mic'd it all up, it's like a small little rock club, so I went and did it for 10, I opened up for her, and I hadn't worked with her before, for she did start in San Francisco before me, but she's more in the actor, improv, and stand-up. But she did does she's like an Emmy-winning actress. Uh, the marvelous Mrs. Mrs. Maisel is like one of the hittest, biggest shows out there. Um, but yeah, she uh, is amazing and hilarious, and I got to do a gig with her and. Uh, Mrs. Maisel. That's a good show. I watched the first season. It's a good show, man. If you love New York, I gotta watch more. It's just like I'm always going out at night doing comedy. Um, you know, I feel guilty every time I sit down and watch stuff, but I also, it's part of my job. So I've been watching more and more Netflix and, and Amazon, and this is a good-ass show, man. Um, and they have Lenny Bruce in the first two episodes, which I, I love Lenny Bruce. I uh, used to read, I read all these Lenny Bruce books when I started uh, comedy in San Francisco. I started comedy in San Francisco in uh, 1999 and uh, at the Punchline Comedy Club. That was my club, um, which is actually, they're losing their lease. They're trying to keep it. That town has changed. You know, I haven't played San Francisco proper in a while. Um, did I go there? Well... No, I hit Sacramento and I hit Humboldt. Last year, I did Sacramento, I did Humboldt, and then I did Irvine, and then I did L.A. Like, I skipped SF totally. I didn't mean to. But, you know, in California, California is so big and beautiful. Is like, when you're from the East Coast, you only got a few days when you're jumping in and jumping out. And uh, sometimes, um, I'm trying to go out there for a longer time this next time. And there's so many great places, eh, but they do take, you know, a you, it takes seven hours to drive from San Francisco to L.A. And it's called Route 1 or Route 101. And I've done it, like, <laughs> I've done it a bunch. I used to have this Nissan uh, SX-1000, this small car from the 1980s. And I would ride it up and back from L.A. to San Francisco. It was, a 90, it was a 90s car. It was 2003, and I know it was a little bit older, but it was like this little sports car that had these lights that popped up. It was dope. Um, when you turn on the lights, they did that thing where they levitate. It was like Wonder Buggy. I don't know if you know about Wonder Buggy, but what, it was fucking Wonder Buggy. Now, Wonder Buggy was the dopest, man. That was a show where it, it was this piece of shit car, right? Man, I shouldn't even tell this idea out here. It's so good. Um, it was this piece of shit car, and it, when you hit the horn, it turned into this sweet dune buggy, and it would solve adventures, kind of like the A-Team. It was so rad. I'm not going to, I don't feel like getting on the internet. I kind of like doing this podcast not looking at the internet. But I just also went up to look up Alex Bornstein. And she was actually the voice of the mom on Family Guy. Uh, she was so cool. So funny. So, it was a whole different scene. The whole cast of the television show was there. It was amazing. It was an amazing night. 
I had the best time, man. And it was so simple. It was one show. She did like an hour and they asked me just to do 10 minutes. So I opened the show. The place was packed and I did 10 of my best minutes. I had a great set. It was a 10 o'clock show on a Saturday, though. People were drunk, <laughs> but people were having a fun time. People were loose. People weren't too drunk. I mean, it was like, uh, you know, it was proper. It was cool. And then uh, afterwards, uh, I hung out with my friend Adam Dubin, who uh, just released a movie. He was helping out filming uh, Alex, and she, he, his wife works with her, um, on setting up shows and stuff and and uh so he was helping film it so i think i'm getting a copy of the set the set was good uh i had a good time you know it's still opening and it was for so they were there to see her but i had a blast doing it and uh they were cool it was just kind of a fun new type of vibe night it was really cool thank you very much to union hall and alex bornstein and uh all the cast of the marvelous mrs Maisel. peace uh, love, uh, that was a fun, fun show, and then I got to do, what was the other thing, oh yeah, that basket, the show, um, the and one show, I don't know if I talked about this on the last episode, I might have, but I may have given a plug out to the show, when was that, um, but there was, <laughs> Yeah, they, they, it was the and one comedy show in this in the Moxie Hotel, and it's a great hotel, and it's a great room. It's like a basketball court connected to a bar. It's crazy, and they had a, a show in there, and uh, it was called the and one comedy show. But the it, it got so big that the and one people con contacted them, and they shut it down. They shut down uh, the brand of the show. They're gonna come back with another name, um, but it was a lot of fun, man. That was a great show. And then I'm, I'm playing Caroline's this Monday. This Monday I'm playing Caroline's, which is the 27th at Caroline's Comedy Club right here in New York City. I'm doing the 9 o'clock show. It's a great showcase. It's going to be a lot of fun. I saw the lineup. It's going to be amazing. I've been doing, man, there's so much great comedy in, in New York right now. Like, uh, I am doing a show this Saturday in Williamsburg, it, I don't know, it's kind of near Williamsburg, maybe Bushwick, this place is called Big Herbs, but they have a really good show too, and it's only fun, it's like a, you know, a cheap, you know, night out in kind of hipster Brooklyn, but uh, you're going to see probably some of the best uh, comics out there. Um, I saw the lineup, it was really good. But I kind of want to not be on the internet. So go, you, you go do it. I don't want to look at the internet. I want to smoke this herb and drink this coffee. And, uh, but the mu just being around music was a lot of fun, man. Uh, and Adam Dubin, he directed a film. He, that was the guy I hung out with afterward, the guy who filmed. He was a director, and he directed my coffee and weed video. Speaking of coffee and weed, he directed my coffee and weed video. And uh, he's a great director. Uh, he actually worked with the Beastie Boys. He works with Metallica right now. Um, and he uh, actually came out with this movie just recently about the Bay Area, just mostly California thrash metal scene of the late, like the mid-90s. Which I totally remember, dude. In Virginia, thrash metal was huge, man. Metal was huge. Uh, Motley Crue. ACDC, um, Metallica, I remember the demo tapes people would pass around, like, that was kind of like underground, that was kind of like more of the edgier, cooler kids, that was like, you know, skateboarder dudes were into Metallica, man, they were, it was just, it, I remember it just being, sounding different, that's the whole thing about them in that scene, it's just something that sounds different, because they played you know, they, it wasn't punk. The thing about metal is it's really complicated and you gotta be really fucking good to uh, ride the lightning like that. And so they were the first guys to up the tempo and just do it for just riding the lightning, man. <laughs> uh, but his film is called Murder in the Front Row. 
and it's about the early thrash metal scene of the 1980s and it's getting great reviews and people are loving it and it got it written up in Rolling Stone. So I was just congratulating him and saying, man, I'm just hearing about this film. So I want to have him on this podcast. That's my next, uh, that's who I want. That's who I had a meeting yesterday. I've been having some meetings. I don't want to talk about anything too big or break it out there, but I'm hustling. I'm making things happen. Um, And uh, I had some meetings and uh, I'm going to try to get him on the first podcast. My first guest, Adam Dubin. Yeah, he would do it, um, but he's so busy. I might not be able to get him, but uh, I can definitely ask him. <laughs> uh, I got some Altoids here. Uh, the thing about Altoids, I got these small. I, I had a fresh pack of fresh new small Altoids for Christmas. Somebody gave me a bunch of Altoids, but do they cover your breath? I don't know. Um, that was the question. But yeah, I want to interview more people on the podcast and uh, and zen it out. I've been zenning it out heavy, man. I've been really good about zenning it out and resting. I'm trying to rest, trying to let go, um, and just and also you know work and also be good to myself, be kind to myself. Um, because you get stressed out when you don't sleep. That's when you get stressed out, when you don't sleep. So when you can get some sleep, that's good. That's good. Um, but, you know, with stand-up comedy, it's hard to level everything out. So you have to be extra cognizant of that and drink lots and lots of seltzer. But somebody told me, like, if you drink coffee and then take a nap, you'll wake up <laughs> feeling more awake. Isn't that trippy? Because I can drink, I can fall asleep on some coffee. I think so. I mean, I drink coffee and then I drink water. I haven't had a soda in a really long. I'm being dead honest. I haven't had a soda in a long time, but I did have a ginger ale, and that was really nice. Over at the Creek in the Cave. Shout out to Rebecca at the Creek in the Cave. I love that venue. It's in Long Island City. It's the most experimental punk rock comedy venue that's ever been man i mean maybe the whole you know comedy nerds are gonna come at me right when i said that maybe you're gonna say the holy city zoo or maybe you're gonna say some of those lower east side rooms but no it's that's all that's a whole other thing that's going on man it is a uh comedy mecca man there's so many different shows so many great stars have come through there there's no Donald Glover without the Creek in the Cave. That's kind of my... That's the first time I saw him perform sketch. No, he was just going to perform anywhere. But it is cool that Donald Glover did come out of there. He wasn't a stand-up in the super clubs. He was definitely more UCB and then his sketch group, which are really talented young filmmakers. And uh, they would uh, have shows over at the Creek in the Cave when nobody would go over to Long Island City. Now it's like... You know, crazy. But I remember going over there for the first time and meeting Rebecca. She couldn't have been more kinder and cooler. He has, she has a great comedy club. Support her. Uh, support love. Support plants. Support coffee. Support your friends. Um, yeah, shout out to Polka Bowl. Um, I think it works. <laughs> I can't really even finish this bowl, actually. I'm, uh, those few hits even just, I think the fresh bowl makes a difference. And that was, yeah, that was definitely my first, uh, did I just whistle too much? I'm just wondering if I'm being too loud. I gotta check the levels. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I need to drink a little bit more water. This is the end of the cold brew. And the thing about the cold brew, it does light you up it gets you going a little too fast like i i do want to talk about the effects of coffee and the effects of herb on this podcast and coffee will fry you out a little bit so you got to be cognizant of your water intake uh but i do enjoy this iced coffee it's just a nice Sunny day. I'm hearing birds chirp outside. I need to get out to California, man. 
in July, I'm going out there. I'm, I'm definitely doing some gigs out there in July. Uh, check out my album, Pure Uncut Joy. I've been, I, I'm not just bringing that up as a, uh, as a reference point or trying to sell you on anything. It's just that uh, I've been listening to a lot of Spotify. I do enjoy my Spotify. I have, I like Spotify. Um, I pitched in for Spotify, and I think it's kind of worth it. Uh, I gotta say, like, I'm listening to a lot of great new music, and that also informs my art. But you gotta worry about them algorithms. Because <laughs> they do work. Man, uh, I did enjoy the new... Uh, that new song, Go, by the Black Keys. Man, that's a good song. <laughs> Shout out to the Black Keys. Shout out to Akron, Ohio. Um, yeah, I went to college in Akron, near Akron, Ohio. I know all about Ohio. It's God's country. <laughs> it's wide open. Uh, I haven't been there. Yeah, I've done a lot of gigs there. I did a gig with Mitch Hedberg in Akron, Ohio. I turned down doing cocaine with him. That was a bummer. <laughs> no, I wish I did. Um, I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't know. That was, that was the call at the moment. Um, but yeah, I never did cocaine. Um, that's the truth. Uh, but I don't judge, man. People do whatever they do. That's a, that was the new thing I was thinking about. It's like, um, you just got to concentrate on your shit. If anybody, yeah, non-judgmental. What was I, like, dropping, being cynical, with like dropping cynicism, and I'm trying to drop pettiness and just like, uh, just kind of go with the flow. That's all there is to it, you know? Keep it moving. Keep it grooving. Um, I'm going to release some new music. I'm excited about releasing this new music uh, very soon. Because I mean, none of my stuff is on Spotify. Not the, not the hip-hop. Not all the hip-hop joints I have. I do have a few hip-hop joints. I released an album called Dreams Never Die. And then I also released a stand-up album called Keep on the Grass. So my next project, I'm putting some of this material together and I need to get them on streaming platforms because they're really good. Some of them are gems, especially Coffee and Weed. People remember that it's on YouTube. If you don't know, I did a hip-hop song that actually Adam Dubin directed. I've known Adam and his wife, Rocky, for a long time and uh, from the stand-up clubs. Rocky used to book one of the stand-up clubs that I worked at. So I met Adam and asked him to direct my uh, coffee. I was really cocky, and I don't know if I was cocky. I was, yeah, we had a good relationship, and and uh, he lived in New York, so I thought it would, you know, you could just ask. You can always ask somebody to direct. Directing is, I don't know if I would be a great, I think I can direct. Um, I think I'm better in a more of a producing role, in acting role, in writing role. Directing, like, you got to make all the calls. <laughs> if somebody loses their car keys, guess what? You got to make all the calls. So you got to make, you got to do, you got to, you're responsible for absolutely and everything for the production and the angles. And, you know, I think I'm artistically, like I have tone and texture and I can do that. Technically, I'm good. Uh, I work hard. I'm supportive. But that many decisions, like, Sometimes the lesser of the creative person is good at the director role. <laughs> no, but I think I would like to direct. I definitely could do it. But uh, producing is cool because you can just loan your tone and texture. You can influence the idea. And, uh, and then as an actor, you don't have to. There's certain things you don't, you're not responsible for, and you can just concentrate on your acting. Uh, I do like doing acting. It's fun. It's easy. It's hard. It's cool. Um, it's, uh, sometimes lame, <laughs> it's sometimes dumb, but that's like everything. This podcast is, is uh, a lot of things. Um, but we're going to get some guests in here. We're gonna, I'm going to make some more music. I'm going to get, I need to practice guitar. I've been sending it out, but I haven't been practiced. As you can tell from my last 
<laughs> episode, my guitar playing. I need to get a little bit more discipline. That's what I need to do. Um, I've been trying to write weekly goals. I should try to journal a little bit. Um, I've been, you know, you just kind of run on, you know, next day. But by writing stuff down and kind of process, it's easier to process. And so many things are happening and everything's moving so fast. And it really does work on your psyche and your brain. All this mass media happening all at once in all of society. And especially if you're in the entertainment business, it's stressful. Um, but it's also fun and entertaining. <laughs> as is life. Um, but uh, the idea is to stress less. Um, and definitely herb helps. Stress is a killer. And uh, it's a mad killer, man. Uh, in the end, it's a mind game, you know. Love is the message, you know. I'm trying to make decisions with my heart and not my head. And that's what you, tr you try to say and do. Um, every day, you know. You need the <clears throat> energy. Right now, I have been a little bit tired. I think maybe on this episode, if I'm running a little slow, I have been a little bit tired. Um... You know, just juggling everything. and But I am being cognizant to the, yeah, I, I want to nap more, just like Spain, you know. <laughs> I want to I do it like Spain. And I want to uh, take those siestas, man. Just everybody just shut the fuck up. We're going to take a nap. It's fucking 3.30, okay? No emails, no cell phones. No bullshit. Nobody even tweeting between three and five. All right? We're shutting it down. Everybody shut the fuck up. We're going to take a big fat nap. That's what we need to do. Take big... This, that's what this country needs. We need to take some fucking naps. Okay? got to do it like Spain. got to do it like Spain. We got to fucking... From three to five, we got to drop down and nap it up. Dude, right after this podcast, I'm definitely going to nap it up. No fucking lie. I'm going to take a big, fat, super shower, steam it out. I was about to steam it out, but then I was like, oh, I got too much shit to do. I can't steam it out before doing stuff. So you know what I'm talking about, steaming out, when you take the bomb-ass shower, man. There's nothing better than a bomb-ass shower. Oh, I'm going to wash my ass. <laughs> And then I'm going to take a nap. And I just had some half water, half seltzer, and a funky-ass Altoid. <laughs> this is the Cannabis Coffee Hour coming to you live and direct from my uh, life, my apartment, my world, my hustle, my grind, my everyday comedy. I don't know it's everyday. I mean, it is everyday, but, you know, I got all this shit going on. Let's see here. I got my things to do list. Yeah, I'm trying to zen it out by doing my things to do list. I have been working out, man. I have been working out. I've been the last two days, but I did skip one day. And that felt good. But I did two days in a row. I did uh, 22 minutes on the elliptical, my ski elliptical. It's not really even your basic elliptical. It's on a tilt. And then they, I like when your hands are above your heart. And you, that kind of pumps the blood and that gets it through the heart. And that's what you want. I have noticed, you don't like if I'm jonesing to get high, I can go to the gym and pump it out, <laughs> get some blood flowing. I got enough. I think I got enough uh, resin in my bloodstream to get high again if I just work out. <laughs> uh, but in the last two days, I've been going, boo, 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 boo. Been pumping and my Spotify is on fire, man. There's this, there's a playlist that's out there. I don't know, nobody signed up for it, man. Sign up on my playlist. It's called Rob Cantrell Stays Funky. <laughs> uh, but it's got everything on there. It's got funk. It has. I'm proud of that playlist. I'll make it available here. I may tweet it out or I may put it out creatively somehow on my social media just for you. 
please like and subscribe to this podcast, The Cannabis Coffee Hour with Rob Cantrell. I got some big stuff. I don't know. I don't know how big. I mean, (laughs) I got a podcast. It's free. Uh, I'm going to talk about stand-up comedy. I'm going to talk about uh, comedy, stand-up comedy, sketch comedy. I'm going to talk about coffee, seltzer, water, vitamins, herb, herb, herb. (laughs) We're going to talk about frogs. We're going to talk about all kinds of shit, man. Cannonballs. Cannonballs. People used to shoot fucking cannonballs at people. (laughs) Two countries. Oh, man. You don't even want to think about it. Peace, love, love. Well, I guess you got to think about it. I'm just thinking about war. That we used to shoot fucking cannonballs at each other. But, yeah, what, motherfucker? Boom! There's this big fucking metal ball shooting cannons. Countries used to shoot. They're shooting cannons now. It's fucking stupid. War is stupid. Well, it's, you know, it's a fact. But I don't want to get political on this fucking thing. Maybe I'll make it a pacifist podcast, or at least talk about the concept. Because that's what I think about when I'm hella high. It's peace, love, peace, love, peace, love, chill, chill, chill. Um, but thank you for listening, man. I love you guys. I think uh, I know people from all around the world. That's what I wanted to talk about, California. And I want to go to Africa, <laughs> but I wanted to talk about Route 1, because I know with this podcast and everything's connecting. I'm just feeling very optimistic right now. I think everybody is. There's something in the air. At least some, you know, it's just like, you're going to figure it out. Shout out to the punchline. I hope they figure it out and get to keep the comedy club there. That's where I started at. Check out my Instagram. You can read all about it if I'm stumbling over this all too much. It's Rob88Cantrell is my IG. Rob88Cantrell. And uh, I've been posting. I'm trying to document things I've done in the past. And I'll try not to do it braggadocious. I just, I got, I got, that's my PR. That's how you do it in showbiz, man. You got to put the shit out there so you can get more work. Um, get more bookings. But bookings is coming in. Um, like I said, I'm doing Caroline's on the 27th, and then I'm going to be out in California in July. I'll let you know the details of those shows. This weekend, I'm going to be this doing Big Herbs, this place in Bushwick, Big Herbs. I think it's Williamsburg. It's like right between those two. But if you want to check out Brooklyn, Brooklyn, it's fucking fun part of town, and it's a it's a cheap, cool comedy show, and everybody has credits, and it's all good, and he packs it out, and we get paid a little bit of cash, and it's fun, and it's close by for me. Like, I could be hanging, doing whatever, uh, and then I can just break out and go over there, like, in 10, 15 minutes. Like, it's nothing. Just take the subway. Bam! Big show. Um, yeah. Life is good. Uh, I hope to see you guys, guys and girls and squirrels and uh nuts uh speaking of nuts man i bought a thing of uh, walnuts the other day yesterday for lunch i i I go to my little grocery i want i love walnuts man they look like brains they're brain foods yesterday i did all pretty much vegan man yesterday i just i made my own avocado toast i had a i got a big fat avocado i mean it, it stuffed me that thing stuffed me, man. And I had some good toast. It was kind of white bread. It was like, but I toasted it good. I'd rather, I think, you want whole wheat bread, like a, like the craziest whole wheat. Next time I want to do like shit that has pecans and shit in it, you know? It's, I want that, uh, because I've been eating walnuts. I've got this, it was like, I think, a serving that most people would put in their house that would be, <laughs> that would be a whole wheat or maybe a half a week, but it was five bucks, and I hadn't eaten lunch, so I just got that, and then I got three tiny apples for a dollar, and I chopped those up to just slices, and then I ate the whole walnuts, and then I had some of the avocado, and I think I had a little bit of cheese, 
mean, that's all I ate that day. And then, no, at night, what did I do? Um, oh, yeah, I made an avocado toast with garlic. I chopped up a bunch of garlic and put that in there. It was fucking solid. I've been, uh, I didn't put the basil. I got fresh basil. I planted some fresh basil in my windowsill. I have a fresh basil and I have oregano that's strong and the sun's out, man. I got this little garden. They say gardening helps you. Calms your nerves. Especially an herb garden, you know. So, think about that. All right, everybody. Peace, love. Thank you for tuning in to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. Dude.